Hello. Before we jump into the show, we need to shout out our awesome new sponsor, Marquee TV. Man, I was so excited when we got the news about the sponsor. You all might remember from a few weeks ago that I talked about my new Shakespeare project where I'm learning everything I can about Macbeth. It felt like we said the name Shakespeare out loud and the marquee people appeared and said, (laughs) we gotcha. It really did. Yeah. In case you're not familiar, Marquee TV is a streaming service. They have theater, ballet, opera, documentaries. There's a bunch of behind the scenes content of productions. Basically, it's a fun way to nerd out about the arts. Yeah, it's a streaming service that will take you to the best theaters in the world from the comfort of your own sofa. I've already added so many things to our watch list. Did you know there's a ballet based on the works of Beatrix Potter? I did. They've got a little preview video of somebody dancing around in a rabbit costume. Peter Rabbit doing ballet. (laughs) I also added a few hip-hop dance shows just to balance out the dancing bunnies. Yeah, (laughs) hip-hopra. That's what they call it. They do. It's so fun. Mozart's Requiem from the London Philharmonic Orchestra and a bunch of Shakespeare plays, including Richard II starring my pretend best friend, David Tennant. And Judy Dench talking about her long relationship with Shakespeare in a master class. Yeah, I love Judy Dench. Sure. But David Tennant. Yeah, that's quite a battle there. Okay. There's a special deal for our listeners. Marquee TV is offering three months of their service for 99 cents. You get three months of all of this good stuff for 99 cents yeah. with the code SSOP. That cost seems absurdly low to me. Like first, I expected it to be much higher given the quality of the content, but also 99 cents. You, you can't park next to a theater for 99 cents. Accurate. Also, if you watch Marquee TV, you get to see these shows maybe wearing your pajamas and hanging out with your cat yeah. or your dog. Yeah. It's a good way to sort of indulge your own curiosity. You can see all the performances of Hamlet or maybe the first 15 minutes of all of the performances of Hamlet, and you don't have to rope your friends and family into all of that. Or you could watch Richard II over and over and over and over. <laughs> What's the best angle for David Tennant in Richard II? Trick question. All of them. <laughs> anyway, You definitely need to explore the website because there is a ton of really fun, fascinating, engaging stuff on there. I went in specifically looking for Shakespeare and I found a ton of other things I wanted to watch. Yeah. You can keep up with what they're doing on social media at Marquee Arts TV. You can visit their website at marquee.tv. That's marquee.tv to get three months of their service for just 99 cents with the promo code SSOP. Bring the arts home with Marquee TV. And now the show. Hi, I'm Sam Payne, host of the Appleseed Podcast. This season, imagine this, a crackling fire, a mug of cocoa, and family gathered around a great story. All you need is the fire and the cocoa. We'll take care of the stories. Join us in every episode of the Appleseed Podcast for folk tales, fairy tales, family stories, tall tales, and more, shared by some of the country's most beloved storytellers, and just right for gathering around. Make it a Christmas season to remember with the Appleseed Podcast. Find the Appleseed wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up, an adventure in 19th century Mexico with a mad scientist. An optimistic sci-fi novel. Plus our distraction of the week. I'm Mel. I'm Dave. This is the Library of Lost Time. Sylvia Moreno-Garcia has become one of my must-read authors. 
Her book, The Gods of Jade and Shadow, is charming and made me explosively ugly cry. (laughs) That's the highest praise I can give. All of her books are set in Mexico, and her settings are very vividly rendered. Her latest is The Daughter of Dr. Moreau, and it's a riff on the sci-fi classic. She moves the action from an island to a ranch in 19th century Yucatan, Mexico, and gives it a feminist spin. She has a real affinity for taking the tropes of iconic genres like noir and vampire lore and folk tales or a gothic manor house story and kind of subverting your expectations to make it into something really fresh. The Daughter of Dr. Moreau combines fantasy, adventure, and a little romance. It's out on July 19th, and I can't wait to read it. My book is A Prayer for the Crown Shy by Becky Chambers. There's a subgenre of speculative fiction that is new to me. It's called Hope Punk. I love that name. I do too. Hope Punk. Yep. Wikipedia describes Hope Punk as being about positive change, radical kindness, and communal responses to challenges. One of the leaders in that movement is the author Becky Chambers. The second volume of her Monk and Robot series just came out. As the title of the series suggests, it's about a monk. And a robot. (laughs) It's right there in the title. It is. The first book in this series was A Psalm for the Wild Built. It was enthusiastically received by both reviewers and readers. I'm curious to see what the second volume is like. It's A Prayer for the Crown Shy by Becky Chambers. And now our distraction of the week. Let's start here. Timbuktu is a real place. It's not just a euphemism for the end of the earth. It's a city in Mali on the edge of the Sahara. And it used to be a center of learning. It's home to one of the world's oldest universities. In 1450, the population was 100,000 people, and a quarter of them were scholars. Back then, Mali was also one of the wealthiest nations on earth. Caravans traded in salt, gold, and sadly, slaves. Things are challenging in Mali these days. They've had two coup d'etat in the last two years, and that was on top of the pandemic. Tourism has shut down. The U.S. State Department recommends you avoid the whole situation. There is a small thing you can do to help. You can send a postcard to someone you love from Timbuktu. Yeah, a former tour guide named Ali Niali created a website called Postcards from Timbuktu. For about 10 bucks, you pick a postcard, then a person in Timbuktu will write out your message by hand and send it anywhere on earth. Each one is stamped at the Timbuktu post office. The postcards feature camel caravans and historic landmarks and art from Timbuktu's last master calligrapher. I love this project because it supports Malian people on the ground in Timbuktu. And you get to think of a clever message for your postcard. (laughs) I'd love you from here to Timbuktu, maybe. That's a good one. Or I would follow you anywhere. Or... With the reception I'm getting from you, I might as well be in Timbuktu. <laughs> Visit strongsenseofplace.com slash library for more details about the books we mentioned and how you can send a postcard from Timbuktu. Thanks for joining us in the Library of Lost Time. Remember to visit your local library and your independent bookstore to lose some time yourself. Stay curious. We'll talk to you soon.